Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Kellen Patterson of the O'Kellen Clan. People play real talk. Midwest muscle in the house in your earlobes and also in your earbuds, bud. And anywho, this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship in all of the world. And if you are looking for a vehicle to drive your games like a Mack truck through ice cream, check us out at P4PMuscle.com. And now, let us talk. We have a special guest on this special day. I know you guys are sending question marks already. Uh, thank you for signing up to P4P Real Talk and getting the alerts and the messages saying that we have special episodes. This one is very special. It's got one of the highlights of my week, highlights of the weekend, because I got to see her live and in person. I'm talking about Miss Anna Marie. Uh, she just had a great time at the show we were both in, the PNBA Natural North American. Lots of fun, lots of energy, and lots of great physique. I mean, my goodness. And uh, I had a chance to meet Mike Porter. He's going to be one of our guests. Uh, on the show uh, sometime next week. And he has, uh, I, I didn't think there was a piece of muscle that could be put on his body anymore, but he, did, he really presented himself well. So, Anna Marie, you got to see him as well. Introduce yourself. We're going to talk about the show. We're going to talk about you. And we're going to talk about some of the things that uh, have been in your past that you basically have been able to let go and get even better. So, Anna Marie, please introduce yourself to our Real Talk listeners, and let's get this show started. Hello, hello, hello to everybody listening. As he said, my name is Anna Marie, last name Tabo. I am a Chicago born and raised gal, and I am a pro bikini competitor for the PNBA, INBA, and I am just grateful to be here and grateful to all you listeners. Well, there you go. Now, everybody wants the backstory before we go any further. So, you know, Des won't be joining us tonight, but I'll be asking the questions I know she's always good to ask, and that is what got you interested in health and fitness and what basically had you step up to basically step on stage? Okay, well, wow, that's a big question. Well, I've always been an athlete um, all my life, ever since I was a kid. My mother always put me in sports and in dancing, and I'm a technically trained dancer. Um, I haven't always had the best relationship with food and exercise. Um, As many of you may or may not know, in the dance and entertainment industry, obviously, um, looks are very important in how you present yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Many judge a book by its cover. So sometimes I would do unhealthy things to look right for an audition. Um, You know, I would work out excessively. I wouldn't feed myself the proper food. And as we know, food is fuel, but I was not using it as fuel at the time. I saw it as an enemy. Um, You know, I would take laxatives, just bad things. I would be doing bad things just to look right for an audition. And if Mm. I didn't, If I didn't make the audition, I would, you know, get down on myself, use food as a crutch, and I would just binge eat, gain some weight, and then I would be um, 
very, very uh, almost depressed. And then I would get down on myself and then be look at the weight that I gained and be like, oh, my gosh, what did I just do? And then the cycle would continue. I would work out and starve myself excessively again. Um, I started working out at Exports Fitness Brickyard. Um, I believe it was 2011 is when I got a membership. I was dating someone yeah, at the time, and that's where – yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where uh, the, the person I was dating at the time, that's where he worked out, and I ended up getting a membership there too. And um, that's when I was not necessarily introduced to my coach, but that's when I was in that environment and I was, I was around him and I would see the people that he would train. And most of them were, um, I mean, he, he trains like the general public, but then I also, you know, cause I was an early bird and always worked out in the morning and I would see him train these hardcore athletes and, you know, other fitness competitors, um, you know, people in the military. And I was like, man, whenever I'm ready, mentally, spiritually, physically, and financially ready <laughs> to uh, train with anybody, I'm going to train with him. And his name is Anthony Badejo. Shout out to you, coach. Um, yeah, and I, you know what, I wasn't ready for a while, but I knew, you know, people always were asking me, you know, and it's their job, you know, a lot of trainers would be like, oh, would you like to purchase some training sessions with me? You know, let's train. I said, um, you know, no disrespect or anything like that. No hard feelings. It's just, I know who I want my trainer to be when I'm ready and it's going to be that guy. So, um, and then I want to say in 2015, I went to my very first, um, natural bodybuilding competition and it was the it's not the north american it's the one that's usually in april in chicago um the illinois State. state Yes, yeah. Illinois State, and I was actually there to – I went by myself. I went to go support a gym, another fellow gym bunny, you know, some uh, a lady that I met at the gym that I saw her training with, my now coach, Anthony, and, you know, we – instantly connected and you know we obviously share the same passion for the same things as far as health wellness fitness her name is Katrina Farrell and she said that she was going to be competing in her first um, bikini competition and I was very very interested in seeing what that all of that was about just seeing her train at the gym was just amazing to me and I was fascinated so she invited me to come see her so I went to the Illinois State by myself (laughs) And I was just a spectator, and I instantly fell in love. Um, Like I said, I've always been, you know, an entertainer. I'm a performing artist. I lived my life on stage. I, you know, I get a natural high just from performing. So, you know, but I was still trying to find almost like my niche because, you know, I was I wasn't doing so well with auditions, you know, for, you know, for dancers and actresses, usually for every yes, there's about at least 20, 30 no's. So I was, I was getting burnt out and, you know, so I was just like, you know, and I'm just going to work out and take care of myself and, you know, see what happens. And then when I saw the Illinois state, I was like, I could do this, you know, this Mm -hmm. is something that, I feel like I could fit in with and I could do well in. This is, you know, I I want to be one of those girls with a sparkly bikini on stage, you know, flaunting my um, hard work and the fruits of my labor and, 
you know, and it was it was right then and there that I decided that eventually, not not right away, but eventually, at some point in my life, I was going to be a bikini competitor. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know where it was going to take me, but I knew I wanted to do it. It was on my bucket list. So fast forward to 2000, then the very next year, I was actually going through a breakup with um, somebody that I was dating for three years. Um, good guy, just, you know, went our separate ways. And then I, I went to the Illinois state again <laughs> okay. um, to watch another couple of uh uh, ladies from my um, home gym at the export brickyard and I went to go see them support them and I could not get it out of my head um, and I remember writing in my journal because I'm a very big believer in the law of attraction and this and that and I remember writing in my journal over and over again like I actually still have it and all over one page I said I will compete in INBA PNBA I will compete in INBA PNBA I will compete it just filled up the whole page and within Mm -hmm. the next week literally like seven days later (laughs) I signed up to uh, have sessions with my now coach Anthony Badeo and I gave myself an anxiety attack while I was doing it I was like what did I just do (laughs) oh wow so uh, yeah yeah, and then I so that it was like late April that I like literally the week after the Illinois State in 2016. That's when I signed up, um, and I had my first assessment with Anthony, and I literally I had committed to doing a show in um, September. The and that was called it was in Iowa, and it was called the Spartan Classic. And I literally, I, it was one of those things I literally like freaked out. Like while I was doing it, it was like, I was having an anxiety. I literally was having an anxiety attack. The, the lady that was helping me purchase my sessions, um, she's now the general manager. Her name's Yasmin. She, she was looking at me, she said, are you okay? I'm like, um, I'm not sure. There you so, go. <laughs> I, was, I was freaking out a little bit. And then, you know, I had texted the girl, Katrina, that I had originally seen the year before doing the Illinois State. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I just took the plunge. I'm doing a show in September. I'm freaking out a little bit. And she was so happy yeah. for me. And she was like, you know what? If your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. And that's just that's there you go. Me. I was like, you know what? You're totally right. I'm just going to do this. But, you know, I mean, I, I, I was a novice. I had never done something like that. I've always been a spectator. And I was just like, I just gave up my whole summer. Yeah, <laughs> All yeah, these wonderful foods and festivals in Chicago. I was like, what did I just do? I'm doing a show in September. That means I can't eat anything. Oh, Lord. I was Perfect. like, I, I was I was freaking out. <laughs> so, but you know what? It was the best decision I had ever made. So um, I ended up winning the Spartan Classic. I'm sorry. Yep. I was there. I yeah, was it, there. it was, yeah. yeah, you were there, and I ended up winning that show. I ended up getting my pro card, which is something I did not expect. I went there with no expectations. I literally just wanted to step on stage. I knew that once I stepped on stage, I already won because I know a lot of people say that they uh, want to do a competition and they never make it through the whole prep. So I was just so grateful to have made it through the whole prep and very impressed with myself with what I was capable of doing because I thought I had limits, but I 
clearly didn't. <laughs> Not that. So, um, and then, uh, you know, the, the rest is history. I've had my ups and downs and, you know, I've fallen down, gotten back up and I just, I'm, I am still on a high from this past weekend. Like, I mean, you were there. It was so much fun. It was so great to see some of the fit family and the, uh, INBA, PNBA, um, family that we have and all the athletes, some new and some veterans. And it's always a great time seeing everybody and competing. And, you know, it, it was, it was great. I'm, I'm so blessed. But then no doubt. And, and we're blessed to have you because, uh, I mean, you, you're very creative in what you do, and you're very innovative. And I guess it just stems from all the stuff you've done, you know, growing up and, and all the setbacks mm-hmm. and hardships, you know, can have you basically being more engaging with people who seem to be nervous because you, you, you kind of saw those things ahead of time. And plus, you know, you've got mm-hmm. a good coach that has basically walked you through those times and, and moments. So, you know, it, it's, a, it's a lot that has to happen. I'm glad you brought up everything that 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 it goes through because people think you know she's a, she came out of nowhere and she did that you've been doing this for years it just basically had been a, a background lifestyle not something you had decided to do on stage which is you know exactly. a lot of what, yeah a lot of what we deal with is it, uh i remember uh, i don't know if you're familiar with a guy named ryan Doris. he was the uh, the guy that basically got me into wanting to compete because he said, you know, the, the sport needs personalities like you. Because, you know, back in the day, it was based, well, for my introduction to a bodybuilding, not just natural bodybuilding, because I didn't know anything about natural bodybuilding. I only knew about the NPC, and I thought that was natural bodybuilding. And I just mm-hmm. remember, like, everyone's posts of just getting into Facebook, just getting into uh, the social media, you know, and everyone seemed to be complaining about, you know, doing this broccoli and fish and chicken, <laughs> and they hated life, they hated living, they hated everything about mm-hmm. crap. And I, I, as a person who grew up in sports, I was just blown away because I said, I, I, why on earth would I want anything to do with something of this nature, if it's such a torture, you know, because when I played exactly. basketball, practice sucked, but hey, it was fun. You know, it just, you, you exactly. get worn out. You know, football, same thing. But it seemed like, you know, it, it was a special kind of hate for something that people were really saying was such a good thing. And I was thinking, I can't see any good in it. And Mike Newman mm-hmm was the guy that basically said, you know, hey, why don't you check out natural bodybuilding and just get around those guys, and then we'll see how how things go. And it Mm -hmm. was night and day. It was truly night and day. But uh, we got a a question from Jessica. It's uh, from one when you first started, so we'll uh, we'll look at that. uh, Okay. It's... What she's asking, you know, because uh, she's going back to the problems with eating, and she's saying, couldn't that be, you know, stem into basically getting ready for a show as well if food is your enemy? Uh, I'm a little bit confused as to what the question is. Uh, okay. So is she asking um, if it's going to kind of 
perpetuate the problem more, or is is that what is that where she's going at? No, she's saying isn't Hello? it basically like having a right foot, left foot? You know, you're doing the same thing by getting into uh, uh, natural bodybuilding and have to watch what you eat as compared to. I get her question, and I'll piggyback your answer. Oh, okay, I understand but, now. Uh, I understand now. Yeah. Um, in some senses, yes. Uh, you do have to watch what you eat and this and that. But when I was watching what I ate as far as getting ready for certain auditions, for dancing or acting or this and that, I wasn't looking at as uh, looking at food as fuel. I was looking at more like, okay, um, I was just looking at it as calories in, calories out. I need to lose this weight and I need to be at a certain weight so I can look good on stage, look good on camera. Um, so I wasn't seeing food necessarily as fuel. I was just seeing, I'm like, I was just, it was a number game to me. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I ate this. I need to burn this amount of calories. I had no idea what a macro was, what carbs, fats, and protein was. I, you know, I, I just went by calorie count. I said, okay, um, I'm going to have this many calories a day. Sometimes I'd be starving myself, you know. I'm like, you know what, I need to lose this much in a week, so I'm just going to, you know, I had no education on that really. Um, yeah. And it, everything is all trial and error. So back then I was doing unhealthy things to get to a certain weight or a certain look. Yeah. Um, and it would definitely affect my performance as a dancer and as an athlete. And the difference is with uh, natural bodybuilding, it's way, way different because you have to see food as fuel. If you don't feed your body correctly, it cannot perform correctly. If it cannot perform correctly, then it just, it, you will not get the results that you're trying to achieve as far as performance and aesthetics. That's true. So that, that's definitely the difference. Um, that was a, the, a huge difference for me, and I, I'm seeing food as fuel to fuel my body, fuel my workouts, feed my muscles so that it can also recover and grow stronger. Well, there you go. And there's uh, another part that Jessica is, is not, not uh, entertaining, and this is that you have a, a support team. Uh, people see an individual get on stage. But in the natural community, mm-hmm. there's a big support team that gets us up there. I mean, there's there's countless names that mm-hmm. I could you know, throw out of the people who reached out during the prep and say, you know, how's it going? You know, how are you doing? So, oh yeah, you know, yeah. That we 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 don't have even if we were taking a self-destructive path along mm-hmm. the prep journey in the natural community, someone is going to see it. Many oh, times sure. sooner than later. Yeah, so uh, that's sure. one. Two is that, you know, as, as anybody on a self destructive path is going to make bad decisions. By nature, their thinking is mm-hmm. already a self destructive path. So it's not like yeah. you're, it's you're, 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 you're. Yes, exactly. So, you know, those are the two things that, uh, Jessica, I hope you understand what we're saying. It's if you started out. With, a, with an eating disorder, at some point in a prep, someone is going to catch it because there's enough people in the industry, even back then, 
that would see, you know, that muscle's not coming in like it should. Or, you know, your facial mm-hmm. features aren't, aren't, aren't filling out like they should. And, and when you hear people talking about she looks flat or, you know, you're full today or you're looking fluffy or you're spilling over, these are the things we know to look for. But there's an outside source helping that inside pain. So even if you're in battle with yourself, there's going to be someone in your group, in your support group, that basically is going to be addressing it. Most of the time, the people with true health and, and issues and, and disorders don't want that support. So they will actually quit doing what they're doing because there's too many questions being asked, and they realize that uh, they're going to have to do something different. So that that's the one and the two that really doesn't I, – I get the comparison about eating uh, from, a, from a novice, but the people that mm-hmm. have the understanding know much better. So, you know, it's, it's going to be something you might start out doing, but in your inner circle of people that are supporting you, someone's going to catch that uh, fallout much, oh, much sooner sure. than trying to do it alone. Yeah, go ahead. For sure. I mean, I am – I am very blessed and grateful to have my coach, Anthony Badejo, who has been doing this for a very long time. And like you said, he can catch if I'm slipping or if, you know, like I said, I have, I used to have a a not very healthy relationship with food and exercise. I used to Mm -hmm. look at what I would eat, see that this is 500 calories. All right. I got to run. I would get on a treadmill run until I burned 500 calories. You know, that was my logic. Um, yeah. So, but like I said, I'm, I'm very blessed to have a, a very good, very knowledgeable coach that can catch things, can catch when I'm not doing something according to plan because he can tell, he can tell by yeah. just looking at me. <laughs> he can tell just by looking at me. He's like, did you binge? Did you binge on something like, you know, your, your skin's breaking out all of a sudden, um, you know, he's looking at me or he's just like, um, you're holding a lot of water. What happened? You know, what did, what yes. did you do? You know, he, like right away, it's just, he, he knows my body. He knew, it's almost like he knew my body better than I knew it, you know, because he, right. he knows the type of reaction that my body, you know, he knows what my body's supposed to be doing if I'm doing the right thing. Now, if I'm doing the wrong exactly. thing, something else is going to happen. I'm either going to hold water, I'm going to look flat, or my skin might break out, or, you know, okay, just, I have too much sugar, and or why are you looking too vascular right now? You're not drinking enough water. Right. You know, it's just, <laughs> I just I, everything. It, it's all science, and he knows it, and he He's very educated, and I'm I'm very grateful to be learning from him. I'm still learning every day. Yeah, and and it, this is a, another point that we bring up. That, you know, some people want your money, and some people know the job. And so, mm-hmm. you know, there there is a difference, and you know, there there are horror stories on on you know people getting with the wrong person, and and basically their health is ruined as a result. So, you know, do your research, do your homework, and there's enough people in the industry now that know good tokens. I mean, if we don't yeah. have one ourselves, we know of one ourselves. So, you know, they, just ask us. Um, we definitely get that information out to you, and I, 
I definitely don't want anyone going through a quote-unquote bad coach. I don't really consider him a coach at all. I consider him a horror mm-hmm. story that most people have to endure. That's another mm-hmm. subject for today. But we'll yeah. get back to that. <laughs> another time. Yeah. Uh, when, when, you know, having a show in Chicago, and, and this is the one thing that uh, I'm very, very happy with the way the, the, the industry is going, because when I was coming in, there was a whole bunch of amateur shows. And, you know, if you were blessed enough to win your pro card, then what? And that was the question everybody was asking. So, you know, you'd have these great, phenomenal athletes, but because they didn't have a, a pro show to step on stage, they just kind of disappeared. And we had, I mean, there's plenty of athletes that I remember back in the day that are no longer competing simply because they had nothing else to do after they won that pro card. So everybody, the pro card mm-hmm. seemed to be the goal, not competing on stage mm-hmm. as a pro. And I think that was very, it was, it was it was a detriment to the sport by having, you know, all these great athletes, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of athletes, and nowhere to show themselves after the pro card. So it seemed like the pro card became the the thing to do. And I remember people would tag mm-hmm. themselves, you know, whatever pro, whatever whatever organization they were in, but never any show afterwards because there were just so few and far between. Now mm-hmm. you have something like the, the PNBA, Illinois State, and the Natural North American, and they're winning money. And now oh, yeah. <laughs> you had to piggyback that. You have people getting in a magazine that's internationally published. For me, it's amazing. that's great. Yes, that is great. And how did you – what's your take on that? I am thrilled that Iron Man magazine is covering all the PNBA shows because – I am a very big advocate for health, wellness, and especially mental health because I I have a background with that. You know, I have suffered through um, clinical depression and anxiety, and I've had my bouts of it. And, you know, I thankfully, I have a strong faith in God. I have a great support system. And, you know, when I went into this natural bodybuilding community, that became part of my support system too. Um, you know, my coach would see me slip. And like you said, some, some people unfortunately want your money and they're, they're, they don't really care about your actual well-being. They just care about a check. And my coach is not that guy. Um, When I slipped into a bout of depression, um, you know, this time last year, I, you know, I obviously wasn't going to the gym. Nothing was fun for me anymore. The things that I used to love to do, it's just depression and anxiety sucks the life out of you, literally. It's like you're a different person. And even though I wasn't going to the gym, my coach was always checking in with me saying, how are you doing, champ? The gym misses you. How are you doing? You know what? And he would, he would feed me, he would feed my soul, feed my mind and tell me, you know what, when you're ready, whenever you're ready, come back. We know that you're going to like get better. So just heal yourself. And he believed in me when no one else when not not necessarily no one else, there was a lot of people that believed in me, but he believed in me when I could not believe in myself at the time. 
So anyway, yeah. that's another story. But but I'm a very big advocate for that. So the fact that Iron Man magazine is uh, a part of this organization now and covering the PNBA shows and gives me the opportunity to be on the magazine and hopefully, you know, uh, go further with it and reach out to the masses and tell my story and hopefully inspire others to, you know, to get on the train of fitness and wellness and health. And, you know, hopefully if somebody is reading it and they're also in a dark place and they can't find a way out, they can look at me and say, you know what, she is living proof that you can go through very, very dark times and still come out on top. It is very possible to, you know, to overcome dark times and to, rise above everything and become a better individual mentally, spiritually, physically, and especially through um, fitness and health the natural way. So I'm that, thrilled. That's very true. And and one of the things that, you know, you brought up, and it's also very true, is that people can share in your story because there's a lot mm-hmm. of people. I mean, like, there's, I remember my dad, you know, he was a cop. He was a cop when he was living. But before he retired, there was a person that said something, and it really just stuck with me because, you know, I was mm-hmm. a kid, and I was really trying to figure out why people do the things they do. And he would say, mm-hmm. you know, for every person that cries out for help, there's a hundred that don't, that need it. And mm-hmm. it really, like, hit me because, you know, people, there's going to be one person that speaks up. There's always one person that speaks mm-hmm. up. But then you mm-hmm. see the people that are basically looking nod their heads because they're like, yeah, I should ask that question. I should have asked that question. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was just too scared to do it. And, you know, just mm-hmm. for, like like I said, there's there's thousands of people that start a prep, but there's only mm-hmm. a certain amount that finish it. So, you know, even though we seem like, you know, I hear that it's fitness is so small, but that's not necessarily true. The people that engage in it are rare because there's a mm-hmm. lot of time for one show. And sometimes it just doesn't seem like the investment that people want to do because they only picture that one show. They never picture their whole life as part of the process. And in doing so, mm-hmm. they miss out on the truth that is health and fitness because you have to be healthy and fit a long time to make it to the stage. And if you make bad decisions, it shows. If you make great decisions, it shows. If you're basically putting your life at risk, it will show. And it will definitely show after the show's done when food is introduced in the way you're used to. So there's a lot that goes mm-hmm. on and you put into writing, especially if you're doing journals like you're saying, you will have the words mm-hmm. to format it where people's eyes and minds can read, understand, and accept and that's a very big deal for people that are hurting where you can speak out on a format that can reach them. And what better way than a magazine they can take home and read in isolation and understand that I'm not alone even though I'm by myself. You know, exactly. I mean, that's what I did. You know, a lot of people when they are dealing with mental health issues, we tend to isolate. I mean, I, we unfortunately, I mean, it's almost like you know that the right thing to do is to get out of bed, 
shower, go out into the world and, you know, socialize. And those are all the right things to do. But unfortunately, when you're dealing with mental health issues, those are the hardest things to do. So what's nice about, like you said, um, you know, something in print is that somebody that may be suffering, maybe in a dark place, they could go and take that home, read it, and maybe read, hopefully, my story, and it will encourage them to reach out for help. And yeah. all it takes is that one step, that one step to reach out for help, and that can change your life. There you go. And in that process, mm-hmm. their lives are changed. So, you know, we, we we can have the outreach expanded even more, and it's just so much fun knowing that those doors are open. And when you have basically payouts, pro payouts in a community mm-hmm. that can that has so many athletes that's, that are ready to step on stage. I mean, you saw the physiques that were stepping on stage last Saturday. They deserve oh, yeah. that money. They look really <laughs> good. Uh, Mike Porter. Everybody Laura. looked great. Yes. And, and, and it's just, being around that kind of energy is an uplifting of myself. And I, I, I continue to say, you know, if you haven't been to a live show, please do because the atmosphere has so much good energy that if you have that energy, you'll know that it's you and not the world. Because with that much mm-hmm. good energy, the whole world can't be bad with that much good energy mm-hmm. in one place. So, you know, it does change your thinking. Uh, when people are basically supporting you, like you said, when you don't even want to support yourself, that's huge for a person that's suffering. And, and that, granted, there are people that will abuse your friendship, but they don't last long in this industry. I mean, I, I, I've seen mm-hmm. people that have basically had great physiques, but not a great mentality. And they mm-hmm. might do one rep, one show but it doesn't really stick around. I mean, the ones we're talking about are people you see year after year in some way, shape, or form. If they're not on stage, they're giving back and supporting. So it's 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 cyclical for sure, but there's also a lot of good in being around those kind of people because they manifest themselves, so it's easy to manifest oh, yeah. others if they're trying to find. So now when you're talking about the depression, and everything. I, like we talked, I mean, we, we, we said in the video, I know mm-hmm. a lot of solicitors watched that video, and they were really impressed mm-hmm. uh, because you, they said you were a ball of energy, and they thought, you know, you're just going to fly on that magazine right off the, the video. So I thought <laughs> that was funny. And that one's from Dale and Jacob. Uh, but the one oh. that really got me is, uh, and this was from Lucinda, and she said, you can see that you've overcome a lot. Oh, yeah. So, Anna, I mean, but tears it, in my eyes. I know you can't see me, but I'm welling up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> no the struggle, and uh, there's a lot of things that happen in a prep, and for men. And I said, well, you know, it, it, and I, that was the one thing I always had. Is I said, well, thank God I'm not a woman, because then you have those other issues. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it's oh, yeah. I mean, like, we, we hashtag it because the it's, struggle it's, it's is real. In, <laughs> yes, there you go. And it, it sounds cliche, but it's so true because, like, there's so much that's going on. And that's just for a prep. And then you talk about life. My goodness. And it, it, it's, it's just so many things that just come out of nowhere. 
And sometimes, mm-hmm. you, you know, I, I, I remember one of the, when we were at the show, there was a guy mm-hmm. that, uh, one of the team competitors, had asked me, mm-hmm. did I ever break down? And I started railing off about three or four times when, you know, I, I, just, I was just, ugh. And, you know, it's just one of those times. And <laughs> I just calling everybody, I'm so sorry. I didn't do everything I was supposed to do. It was like that. <laughs> calm down. Just calm down. You know, so you, you're doing the show tomorrow, so just take it easy. And it's not that we break. It's not that we're, we're uh, you know, it's just one of those days where everything hits all at once. And it's so real. Oh, yeah. And it's hard to deal with. Yeah. So have you had Oh, the moments? second I got off stage. Oh, yeah, for sure. So many moments. Like you said, I'm a woman. I mean, I hate to be <laughs> – I hate to be <laughs> – to call out the woman, but I mean, we're, we're emotional creatures and a prep will yes. bring out a lot in you. You know, you hear all your self-talk, all of it. You, it's like, yes. <laughs> you hear all the things that you say to yourself and it's like, you're having conversations with yourself. I've had many, many moments where I've broken down in a good way, as far as, you know, sometimes it just hits you and you're just overwhelmed with joy. And then there are times where it's just, it's just so hard. <laughs> And you just, you're like, why am I doing this? How am I going to keep going? Like, why? And then, you know, but then something always happens. Literally, when you, the second I doubt something, something always happens that reminds me, yep, this is why I do this. This is exactly Mm -hmm. why I do this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, for example, if you're talking about the last time that I broke down, uh, I broke down a lot on Saturday. (laughs) You know, the second I had gotten off stage, I broke down. Yeah. Like after pre-judging mm-hmm. rounds, after I did my two yeah. walk and we did the mandatories, the second we got off, I I, I like, well, I didn't exactly cry because I didn't have much water in my system, so I <laughs> I couldn't cry, but I right. felt the emotion. <laughs> I felt the emotion because, you know, when people, some of my teammates were like, "Are you all right?" and I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm just." I am just so happy it's taken me a year and a half to get back on a stage. I was, you know, I was going through a lot of issues. So I was just, the second I got off, I was like, oh, my gosh, I just did it. I just did it. I I made it back on stage. I made it back to what I love to do. And I was just, I was just so elated with joy that I I couldn't help but break down, (laughs) you know. And then to see the support that I was getting from the people that showed up at the show or like, you know, when I finally looked at my phone and saw all the texts, all the calls, all the Facebook messages, Instagram messages. Yes. And yeah, there were signs in the audience. There was (laughs) um, one of my good friends that I actually met at my job. I'm a Hooters girl. And I, you know, he, I met him through there and he, he wanted to come to my competition. He made a sign that said team Tabo. And then in the yep. back, um, a lot of my coworkers, my fellow Hooters girls, which shout out to you, Hooters girls, love you, uh, Orange Shorts Mafia, they, you know, they all signed <laughs> it in the back, you know, <laughs> they all signed the back, you know, because some of them obviously we're we're open seven days a week, so it's not everybody can make it to my show because somebody's got to work, so. Exactly. 
but, you know, it was just so heartwarming to see the amount of support and love I got because, you know, these are people that see me every day at my job and they, you know, they saw the work that I was putting in because they see that I'm eating every three hours and I'm there packing up all my Tupperware. And <laughs> so it's, it was just so heartwarming. I broke down when he gave me the sign. It's just, yeah. you know, it's so much love, so much love. And then as far as like the times where it's gotten hard, oh, definitely. I've, I've broken down a lot. Uh, there is this one workout, this one training session in particular that I remember uh, it was maybe four weeks out from the this past competition, the North American. I was training with my coach and a fellow teammate of mine, the one that actually won. She beat me out, uh, Kyla. She she's she also is coached by Anthony Badeo, so he trained us together. It was a Sunday morning, I believe it was nine a.m. And I went in, I had overslept, so I didn't do my fasted cardio. So I was already annoyed with myself that I had overslept, didn't do my fasted cardio, didn't have my first meal. So I'm going into this training session a little bit annoyed with myself, but, you know, what can I do? Just focus on the next right step. But then I'm also hungry because I woke up 15 minutes before my training session, and luckily I only live a couple minutes away from the gym. And I just, you know, Took myself to the gym. I got I got there, and we I was training fasted. And when I'm telling you that session was brutal, like I'm still having nightmares about it <laughs> now right. after all the prep is done. And um, it was a very intense, intense conditioning session. You know, we were doing stuff with the battle ropes. I was um, I was uh push uh what is that called? I, we were doing farmer carries. We were doing battle rope things. We were, um, we were. I was pushing weight back and forth. Um, I was flipping tires, and there was points where, like, I was just getting so dizzy, and I felt like I couldn't breathe anymore. I felt like there were points where I couldn't see anymore, and I just, I was crying while I was flipping tires. I was crying. Yeah. But I kept going because I'm looking at my teammate and she's not stopping. I'm like, well, she's not stopping. I can't stop. And then my coach was just telling me, he was just like, are you with me? I said, yeah, I'm with you. You know, and I, I told him, I'm like, I can't see you. I can only hear you right now. So literally, it was just fuzzy because I was doing it fasted. And yeah. I was like, oh, man, I am hungry. <laughs> I am hungry. <laughs> And, you know, we're doing this very intense workout, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, how am I doing this? Why am I doing this? I can't even see you anymore. And he's like, that's fine. Just listen to my voice. He's like, you with me? I said, I'm with you. And I just kept flipping those tires. And those are some big tires. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, that, but once I was done, I felt so strong and powerful. I was like, I just did that. I just did that. I kept pushing through the tears. And there's there's really, I mean, talk about satisfaction when you are pushing yourself past limits you thought you had. Exactly. And and mm-hmm. there is no limits to, to learning. So it, it, it's beautiful that you just shared that. And I'm glad you did because, you know, it, it takes a lot. And, you know, I think because they see the pictures and they see the smile, they don't understand the effort and hard work and sacrifice and determination that has to happen mm-hmm. for that smile to make sense. Like you, you have a platform and you have the foundation 
and now you know we have a magazine that can put us an even bigger uh, platform. But there's mm-hmm. work that has to happen to make that. I mean, you 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 don't. We have people that were all throughout that show, but there's only going to be a select few that make it into that magazine because they have the physique mm-hmm. that a magazine would be. You know, it would be well deserved in being it. So it it's really something to know that you can share that story. And, you know, even though some people will read it, they still won't understand exactly what has to happen until they have to live through it. Because I was one of those people that I could read the magazine, and it looked good. You know, I, I remember I used to, my dad used to love Sports Illustrated. And I would see all these basketball pictures. Now, these guys look phenomenal. They're doing these incredible moves. They're getting these, you know, great amounts of points and rebounds. And I said, you know, I can't wait for my chance to do it. And then I get a chance to practice. And I felt like death the next day because I didn't know if anybody <laughs> or worse. And I'm thinking, man, I, I, I got to get up tomorrow and go to, go to school. And then I got to get up and, <laughs> and go to practice. And then I got to go back to school. And it's like, oh, wow, you know, it's, it's not easy. And, you know, I remember we had the year I went out for, because I had, uh, I got a B. And so going into high school, my dad said, you're not going to be able to play football because that was my love, first love was football. He said, you're not going to be able to play football, but I'll let you play basketball. And mm-hmm. I wasn't that good in basketball. And, you know, but it, that was a sport I could play, so I was going to play every other sport except football. But I just remember everybody that came out to practice, and they would have been good. We played at the, you know, the summer parks and, and summer league. But just the thought of having to do disciplined, organized instruction, and they didn't want to do mm-hmm. it. And that, that kind of floored me because, you know, I was thinking, well, shoot. But I said, it, when I was looking at the gym, like when I was doing bodybuilding, I said, you're, you're saying you can't do that, but you practice your body in the gym all the time. But then you had to do the diet, and then you had to do the workouts, and then you had to structure your workouts. So, you know, it's not for everybody. That's for, that's for sure. But it's something it's definitely that not. Everybody... <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I didn't hear you. Oh, no, I didn't say anything. I'm, I'm listening to you. <laughs> oh, okay. But Hello? then, you know, like we had to, we had to step our game up to get even better and then perfect what we were doing. You know, like it, it, some people don't want to do a thousand layups to get the one layup right in the game. It's asking too much. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd just rather make the mm-hmm. attempt. And if it goes in it, 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 or not, I don't care. And see, for me, I wanted to go in and I wanted to look amazing when I did it. And that's just what our coach was telling mm-hmm. us. You know, he said there, there was – I think there was 56 kids that tried out for the basketball team, and only 15 mm-hmm. had made it. Then it, then it got knocked down to 12 because he wanted everybody to have a chance to play. So we were always challenged to improve, and some people don't want the stress of that because at some point they're looking mm-hmm. at themselves and they're either saying, I can do that or I'll never be able to do that. But it's still that mindset, and if you don't have the right coach, then, you know, you could be damaged for life. And, you know, that's the same thing that goes when we're doing bodybuilding and prep. If you don't have the right people in your corner, 
there's a lot of t- a lot of times that you won't finish and you you you'll fail miserably simply because the foundation was never in place for you to be a success and that has that ripple effect hits the people that are around you just like it does your family your coworkers mm-hmm. everybody it's i'm I'm thankful that we can have these kind of uh, magazines we can have these kind of shows. And you can have this kind of life where you can be around people that you can be an outreach and help and show that, you know, it's not as hard as our minds create, but it's not an easy mm-hmm. thing by, by, by any means. It's not easy. But it can be done because, like I said, if, if you want to tell me that I'm special, I would have to disagree because I know my life story. And I just said mm-hmm. this is something I want to do. And I'm going to complete it. Now, who's going to go with me? And that was the only thing I was asking because, you know, if you don't want to do it, I'm not going to force you into anything. And I, I remember people that would see people's potential and they would wear themselves out and mentally just be so drained trying to help these people uh, do something that they didn't mm-hmm. intentionally want to or initially want to do or have any part in doing, but they were kind of forced into it. And then by you know, some stretch of the imagination, they started to take on the appearance of competition. But because they weren't mentally ready, they they were already just doing things to ensure that they wouldn't. It was almost like self-sabotage, that's what they say, because yeah, they didn't want to do it. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, we, we, we have to be careful where we place our energy, that's for sure. Uh, just like with our family and friends, you if, if you're making an investment of time, an investment of sacrifice, an investment of dedication, it should be people that mm-hmm. are going as hard or harder than you. So now, in saying all of that, when you have your team and they're supporting you and you're supporting them, how much better is that getting ready for Oh, them? my gosh. It It is just the energy that we have. I mean, a lot of us are hungry, but we feed each other. We feed each other's souls, mind, body, spirit, you know. Every Sunday, actually, um, that's when our coach usually uh, trains all. I mean, we, we train throughout the week, obviously, but every Sunday, we call it Sunday Fun Day, and he trains mm-hmm. all the competitors, you know, and then, uh, you know, we'll have a posing class every other Sunday, and then we have, like, a group fitness class that he um is mandatory for, I mean, the general public can take it, but it's mandatory conditioning for his athletes. Um, So we're all there. So literally most of it, we're in the gym most of the day, you know, that's why we call it Sunday fun day. And that's Mm -hmm. our hardest training day. But I always look forward to it because I see my fit family. It's like going to church. You know, it's just when we see each other, it's just like, hey, how's your week been? How are you doing? How are you feeling? Or if somebody's like a little bit down, you know, we're we're bringing them back up and, you know, we just leave it all on the, you know, we just all work out together, sweat it out together, push iron together. And at the end, we're, you know, our muscles are shaking and we can barely move, but we feel amazing and we did it together. My coach always says teamwork makes the dream work and it's the truth, you know, and Mm -hmm. I look forward to every Sunday seeing them because most of us commit, um, you know, obviously a lot of us have families and other engagements and jobs and a whole life 
um, outside of prep um, that has to be incorporated while you're prepping for a competition. So sometimes we, you know, we're it, we see each other in passing at the gym, or sometimes, you know, we're we're training at other gyms. But on Sundays, that's when we all get to, uh, you know, see each other and support each other, see each other's progress, and you know, when we see each other at the gym, you know, you do that fist up and we're you know sometimes you don't even have to say a word we're just looking at each other like all right I'm here you're here we're doing something right okay let's let's get it so it it, it really makes a difference when you have that support when you know I love my team to death you know and we we help each other through everything um, through good times, through bad times, and you can just feel the love, especially this past Saturday at the North American. Um, you just, uh, our gym family, we were, they were all there, everybody that can make it, and you could hear the crowd roar and the, you know, the, the floor just rumble, and it, it, it was just amazing. Like you said, if you don't if you don't go to a live natural bodybuilding show, you're missing out because the energy is just amazing. It's so true, and you know, there's everything going on, and anything's going on, and there's so much, so many stories and life stories that you can learn. And at some point, someone that goes is going to find out, man, that's just like me. And mm-hmm. when, you know, one of the best things that I've been able to do is give back. And it's one of the things I've always wanted to do is give back because there were so many people that poured into me to get me started. And mm-hmm. I, it, it would be it would be a shame if I just kept all that knowledge and information to myself to, to have exactly. a shot. Yeah, so I, I love the fact of giving back and, uh, you know, the, when the children are able to show up, and that's why I've done so many local shows this year. Any, any local show, I've, I've been basically doing my best to step on stage so the kids can see that, you know, hey, there's that guy that said he wouldn't give up on us and he would be there for us. And, and when they're stepping on, when I'm stepping on stage, and I know they're, they're stepping on stage with me in some way because I'm not uh, the guy doing drugs, I'm not the guy doing steroids, I'm not the guy trying to take a shortcut to basically do some kind of goal knowing it's not in a way that's going to be good. I mean, we, 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 we've mm-hmm. all made bad decisions, we've all made bad choices, and we've all had to deal with the shame of it. And I can remember thinking, you know, the people that I had idolized and looked up to only to find out, you know, they had some kind of issue that they really didn't want to present to the world, and they were hiding behind it in drugs. And, and, and that hurts mm-hmm. because, you know, like you're saying you're this person, but in truth, you're just another drug addict. And I, I know people get mm-hmm. mad when I use that reference, but that's the truth. My dad was a cop. My mom was a nurse. They raised me up in this understanding that a drug is a drug is a drug, no matter how people look at it, you know, however they want to manifest it in their minds. It's still something that's altering the human body. And we 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 seem to overlook that in the, in the gym and fitness community because, you know, they, they look – I guess, uh, aesthetically appealing to some, but when you know the damage that's being done, there's nothing appealing to it. And for me, that's exactly. why it was never a choice or an option because I knew the backstory before they even were 
to go to work with mom as a nurse in the hospital, and you would see the steroid abuse or the growth hormone abuse or some kind of abuse that they were doing. I got to be the person that had to go to the domestic violence uh, situation because dad didn't have a babysitter. And back in the day, the kids could yeah. write him because it just wasn't that life threatening. And you could see where this guy mm-hmm. had had a, what they were kind of calling back then a royal and just jumping and beating the crap and snot out of the, the significant mm-hmm. other. So these are the things I got to grow up in. And it, it really hurt to see and learn that the people that were talking about being really healthy were the furthest thing from it mentally and physically. So I thank God for mm-hmm. natural body building, but I also thank God for people like you that can basically extend what we know and give back because I know that's a big thing for you with, with, with how you've been going about your life. It's just, it's not enough. To it's huge. Yeah. So go it's ahead huge. I use the stage. I, I use the stage as a platform really so that I can share my story and help others. It's not just about mm. looking cute in a sparkly bikini, although I, yeah, no, don't do get me well, wrong. Too. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of yeah, fun. Flaunting <laughs> us. You thank well. you. But it's, it's so much more than that to me. I just want to be a great role model. And, you know, my parents and my family, I, I come from a Filipino background and they, they, my parents have sacrificed so much so that I could have a better life here in America. And I feel like the only way I can repay them, I can't, the only way I can repay them is by being great and by being giving back and by I just want to live up to my full potential because if I don't, I feel like that's a slap in my mom's face and all her hard work to get here. So I just mm-hmm. want to help others. And I know that this is what I'm good at. This is my niche. You know, people tend to listen to me and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And you know what, if this is my plat, this is my platform where I can reach out to the masses, I am going to use it. <laughs> so and it, it, it's you're doing a great job so far. Now Thank you've you so got much. In, in your future, uh, I know you do cosplay, and I I, I remember yes. seeing one of your outfits, <laughs> and you you do it quite well. That's pretty big in Chicago, and it's also pretty big. It's it's basically transferred over into Indiana Indiana as well. I'm not sure. I think Iowa has one, but it's not as large. But I know the Chicago mm-hmm. and Indiana connection, they are big in cosplay. And it goes on. Oh, yeah. Down. Oh, yeah. I'm How level 10 dork. Like, I'm a nerd. <laughs> I'm sorry? Yeah. And that's right. Because uh, when, when you had the comic book, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to get along then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we saw each other in Iowa, I remember. I remember. Yeah. We were like, are you reading comics? I'm like, yep, it relaxes me. <laughs> No. We, hey, we we hit it off right then. I said, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love cosplay. I love superheroes. I do have a um a theater background, and one of my one of my dream roles is to be a superhero. So, I you know I love. The thing about comics and reading superheroes, I know it's kind of dorky to some and, you know, it's like I'm a little nerdy. But the thing is, it kind of all ties into what I love to do and 
you know, what I model myself um, after. And honestly, it's superheroes. They have special talents. They have special gifts. And superheroes use it for the greater good. And that's all I'm trying to do. I have certain talents and certain gifts that God has given me, and I'm just trying to use it for the greater good and give back. There you go. That's all I'm trying to do. (laughs) It works quite well for you. Well, you know, the show is Thank you so much. But I never want to end the show without giving you a chance to give you shout-outs to the people that have been there from day one. Oh, my goodness. Well, obviously, well, God, you know, God is my day one. And then my parents, for sure, my my mother and my father, I love you. Thank you so much. My family, um, both here in the United States and in the Philippines, I love you guys so much. I actually started my prep uh, like three months ago three or four months ago, and I was actually in the Philippines for three weeks, and my family over there, were they were so accommodating. They were helping me with my prep and trying to make sure I had certain foods and certain meals available to me, so thank you so much, guys. It's, uh, you know, it takes a village, and um, so shout out to my, my family in the Philippines. Shout out to my friends. Um, all my Hooters girls, Orange Shorts Mafia, love you guys. Shout out to my coach, <laughs> Anthony Badeo. Um, I I love you. You are uh, more than just a coach to me. You're a mentor. You believed in me before, uh, believed in me when I couldn't believe in myself. You have pushed me past limits I thought I had. And the world is my runway, and I get to, you know, <laughs> you you taught me that, and I'm I'm just I'm thrilled, I'm blessed to have you as my coach and to do more amazing things with you. Uh, shout out to my team um, the, at the Brickyard Export Brickyard. You know that's my home stomping ground gym. I love you guys. I love my whole gym family there. We always support each other and help each other grow. Um, shout out to all my girls at Hooters, Orange Shorts Mafia. Love you guys. I think I may have already said that. I'm not sure. Um, shout out to uh, my sponsor, Midwest Ethnic Models. Thank you so much for um, giving me um, an, uh, more of an opportunity to keep competing and to there keep go. going with this sport. So, yeah, just to everybody. And if I forgot anyone, I'm very, very sorry. I'm just trying not to make this show longer than it's than it, I don't want you to cut me off. So if I forgot anybody, I love you. Uh, I will uh, give you a shout out on my Instagram story or something. <laughs> Follow there me on at uh, It's an Amazing Life We Live. And I'll give you a shout out there too if I forgot, you know. So, but thank you to, and especially the PNBA, INBA, Global. Um, you guys are the best. Um, federation out there and I have gained so much from competing in this federation doing things the natural way I love that we're all a family and you encourage us to dream bigger and like Diana Kekos would say to share the dream so I'm I'm so grateful for everyone thank you so much and thank you so much for having me on on this talk here so and thank you to all the listeners to everyone who's tuned in and um, I look forward to hopefully bumping into you one day or, you know, don't be, don't be shy. Say hello. You know, I'm, I don't bite. I'm, I'm a pretty nice person. So um, if you happen to recognize me out in the street somewhere in Chicago or wherever, say hi, you know, I love to, I love to connect with all the people that follow me. No doubt. 
Well, thank you so much, Anna Marie. It's been a joy and a pleasure. And uh, I'm just sorry that Dad's wasn't able to join us tonight. But, you know, she sends her well wishes and says, great job. Um, You know, family things happen. And uh, even on Mm -hmm. special episodes, we have to uh, basically address the needs of the families first. Because I learned this this is a blessing. The competing is a joy. But if you forsake family to do it, then there's something wrong with you. So, you know, I I, I always enjoy people that can do, do with their families. And I, I, I encourage it so much. God will always find somebody that can step in and fill that void. So with that, Anna Marie, mm-hmm. I'm thanking you for being on. I will be happy to see you tomorrow and kick your butt. Uh, for those that oh, don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. I'm I, looking forward yeah. to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little scared, but I'm looking forward to the, to the butt kicking. <laughs> yes. Literally butt kicking. Yes. So, okay. guys, uh, if, if you're not understanding what we're talking about, go to my Facebook page, and you'll see it on there. Uh, Anna Marie is a blessing enough to, to join us and, and, and do do some good things down in our area and introduce some of the women. Because Mike Newman and I speak a lot about natural bodybuilding, but sometimes you just need a woman's voice and thinking. And she's coming down nice enough to uh, share some of that to the locals, and, and we're just going to have a lot of fun doing it. So, you know, again, thanks so much. Yes, you should be. Oh, You're going to have a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to meet everyone as well. So um, thank you so much for having me, and I I look forward to seeing everybody tomorrow. Yes, ma'am, and we look forward to seeing you as well. She's a ball of energy, guys, so be ready. I know my class is already (laughs) fun, and uh, the the ones that basically – have to go back to school. Their teachers, they're already frustrated, and they let me know today and yesterday. So that was that was funny because that's – yeah, it was funny hearing them say – It's okay. You know, I, I'm, I'm it won't be my class. last time. It won't there be my last go. time. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll, 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 so there you go. We'll, we'll stay connected. Don't worry. We're a family yes. here. Oh, so. yes, we will. <laughs> Fitness now. Yeah, so. And they'll understand. Mm-hmm. That, and, 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 you know, granted, I get the world is what it is, and people don't know until they see. I, I get that because there's been a lot of people that have had their trust just destroyed. So I get that. Mm-hmm. But you'll see, and then you'll understand what we're talking about, and then you'll be there, and you'll be happy. So mm-hmm. with that in mind, thank you so much, Anna Marie. Great time thank talking you. with you. Love the energy, love the effort, and I love your giving back. That's just amazing to me because you've got <laughs> so much going on. And uh, for the for those that might have questions that go to a fit body you, we can ask them tomorrow, guys. Uh, we're out of time, and I don't want us to get cut off. Uh, Anna Marie, thank you again. God bless you. Have a blessed night. My pleasure. I'm going to get to the gym and get this workout in, and then I'll be All seeing right. you in the morning. I will see you there right you go, early everybody. in the morning. All right. Yes, Good night, ma'am. guys. Thank you so much. There you go. Kayla Patterson, People, Real Talk, Midwest Muscle, in the house we are.